0: Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Live Well Podcast. I'm so excited to dive into this Q&A. I'm excited I'm for every episode, but that's because I love providing you guys with value. I love helping. I hope you listen to these episodes, take what I say, apply it to your life, and see your life get transformed and change. So I asked in the portal if you guys have any questions about feminine energy. If you have not joined the portal, it is my free community where I post activations. I post light language activations. I post codes. I post things to think about, like journal prompts to help you work through things, I post stuff there that is really valuable that I don't necessarily post on Instagram. So a lot of what I post there never gets seen on Instagram. So if you love following me on Instagram, you love all that, you'd love to dive deeper, this is a beautiful free space for you to be in to get all of that. And so I asked you guys what questions you have, and there were a lot of them. So this is probably going to be a two-part episode so that they're not too long, and that way you can digest them, take what you need. Go from there, but we're going to be diving into feminine energy. Now, just to give you a rundown about what feminine energy is, if you are not familiar with it, feminine energy is your je ne sais quoi, it is your life force energy, it is slow and yummy and nourishing and delicious. It is the opposite of hustle, it is the opposite of go go go, it is the opposite of perfectionism or being hyper-body-focused or direction-focused. Essentially, feminine energy is like you are just loving life in your body, in your energy, you love yourself fully, you're going with the flow and the rhythm without needing to achieve a certain thing to make you feel a certain way about yourself. So it doesn't mean that in your feminine energy you can't be ambitious, you can't achieve things. I'm still my feminine and ambitious and achieve things. However. So many of the women in our generation were brought up in a very masculine-like container. Hustle, get good grades, go to university, get straight A's and get a job and get a job and then also maybe have babies and also do this. And like, where, where does it all end, right? We always have to be productive. We always have to be doing things. And that's what we kind of want to break out of because that really disconnects you from your essence. It's so funny, whenever I work with clients on their feminine energy and we heal it, they end up actually being more productive in the end, even though it's not the goal, than they were when they were in the masculine, which is funny. So we're gonna be breaking down all your questions. There were some juicy ones, so I cannot wait to dive in. Of course, we will leave a link for the portal down below. I also do like lives in there. I do live card pulls, live chats, ceremonies, all that kind of like juicy stuff. It's like an intensified version of my Instagram, So go ahead and join. But we're going to go ahead and dive in. I'm just going to go through the questions in order. They were, they were good. So the first one comes from Chantel, and that is, how to stay in your feminine while working in a male-dominated industry? Love this question, because I have many clients who are feminine in a male-dominated industry. And the key is, is that you have to really learn and accept that your feminine energy is your superpower. So unfortunately, until you let go of that programming, there's this belief that, oh, in order for me to be successful in this male-dominated industry, I have to be like men, I have to be masculine, I have to drive, hustle, and do all of that. So you need to stay in your feminine by A, slowing down, but B, really deconditioning of thinking that in a male-dominated industry, you have to be like them in order to get ahead, which I think is a lot of the programming a lot of women have in male-dominated industries was like, well, in order for me to be seen as a woman, in order for me to be taken seriously, I have to, you know, be like a man and hustle like them, I have to work ten times harder. No, no, no. All the women I've worked with, all the times we deconditioned them and actually got them more into their feminine, not only were they more seen and heard and recognized, they got promotions, they got raises, they got all of this, because that is your genius. So otherwise you're operating not in your zone of genius and you're asking actually missing out on the things that's going to propel you in that industry. So I want you to think about what are all your beliefs about why you can't be feminine in a male-dominated industry? Do you think you're not going to get paid as much? You won't be taken seriously. You won't get promoted. All of these things. Really start to think about that. And then from there, I want you to slow down. I want you to think about what your zone of genius is, depending on the industry you're in. I don't know, do you have very valuable opinions? Like, what are your skill sets that are unique to you and where are you holding back on them? So, for example, I'll just take a client example. She works in a very corporate male-dominated industry, and she was afraid to shine her light, afraid to like share her opinions, really use her voice as a woman, because she was afraid she wasn't be, she wouldn't be taken seriously, essentially. And so You would then think, oh, all right, I know that I feel like if I speak up, they're not going to take me seriously. You need to then start speaking up in a feminine way for them to take you seriously, but not in a way where you're trying to be like them, in a way where you're trying to be like you. And everyone's representation of the feminine is going to be different. So for example, I'm very, I mean, I can be soft too, but I'm very fiery, especially when I'm passionate about something when I'm at work, I'm very fiery, go, go, go. For you, you might be more reserved, but that's not necessarily bad, but you're going to have to discover your feminine energy and what that looks like for you. This is also what we work on in God's Activation, so if you need help with your feminine, this is literally the signature program, I think we're on round five or six, it is profound, it is a really an unbecoming and letting go of all of the shit that's disconnected you from your feminine so that you can thrive with ease and flow and doing less in life and receiving more. doesn't mean you're lazy, it just means we're working efficiently. So. That's what I would say is just start to take notice of where you're you're jumping into the mail. Do you think, oh, I need to work these extra hours at night to show my boss because then I'll get promoted because, you know, Joe is working those hours and if I want to be taken as seriously as Joe, I need to work on the weekends. Look at where you have that programming, those beliefs, and start to unpack them. And, of course, change your action, be the embodiment. Okay. This explanation about the feminine, this is from Linda, was very helpful. I'm definitely hesitant to stay in my feminine and just be, and I distracting myself with lots of things to be productive when it's so obvious I need to slow down and stay in my center and look at what's coming up to do the emotional work. This is how I entertain chronic fatigue instead of healing, I guess. So what I wanna say with this is there is an element of when you are slowing down and you're feminine, it's gonna feel completely unsafe, like you know. You need to be held in a safe container. So in order for you to get in into your feminine, it is helpful to have a masculine container. And so that's why I really advocate healing with someone else and getting yourself into, like, a program, whether it's with me or whatever it is, so that I can hold you while you learn to become in your feminine. Because trying to get into your feminine on your own, shit's going to hit the fan. You're like, oh, my God, this is new. Nothing's holding me. You feel like water without a container, and, like, nothing's going to hold you. Nothing's got you. You need to have an element of like, Oh, I can learn that it's safe. And then you may not need, you know, as much support afterwards because you kind of get used to it. So that's what I'm going to say that the hesitancy comes from, you still need to be held, and that's going to stop you from feeling fully safe. Which brings me to the next question, which was, how can you create more safety to allow for being in your feminine? Do I need to create masculine containers for my feminine? So I feel more safe. You don't create masculine containers, you get into masculine containers, if that makes sense. So I'm just gonna use like my trainer example, the person who makes my workouts, my trainer coach person. We do a lot of weightlifting and like weightlifting can be like a masculine, like a strength training can be a masculine thing. But in this container, she makes the workouts for me, she tells me what to do in reviews. So she's like the masculine structure for my feminine to flow. So for you, I would say like, For example, God's activation is the container to hold you to feel safe in your feminine. You also want to start uncovering what you believe will happen if you get into your feminine. So start working through your beliefs and awareness of, if I slow down, will I not get as much work done? If I go into my feminine, will I be rejected or abandoned? If your nervous system has the idea that you will be rejected or abandoned, perhaps you won't be as successful, you won't make money, it has all these beliefs, which unfortunately are fundamental beliefs. In your nervous system, if your ability to have shelter, companionship, which is like community and love, which is fear and rejection, and or like roof over your head, money, etc., it's not going to allow you to, because those are fundamental needs. So look at the stories of like if I slow down and do be my feminine. Do I think I'm going to make less money, which means I won't have a roof over my head, or if I slow down, like, then maybe people won't love me or show who I am and I dress what I want to dress or say things I want to say, I'll be rejected, and then I'll have no one in my life and I'll end up alone and then I'll die. If you have those fundamental issues, then you can't bring safety into that because your brain is very primal. Your nervous system, over all costs, will prioritize feeling safe. So you have to uncondition and rewire those beliefs that you might be rejected, abandoned, etc., in order for you to have full safety. That's why recoding and rewiring is really important. And that's why people can do affirmations to the cows come home, but it doesn't work because it's not actually, there's no safety in rewired into their nervous system to hold that. So that's what I would say. Start to unpack those beliefs and get yourself into those structures. Oh, next one. I love this. This is from Melissa. How do you tap into your feminine as a big girl? I don't feel feminine physically. Now, just to clarify, because I asked her, she means um, a big girl in terms of like body size, not a big girl as an an adult versus a child. Feminine is an energy. It has absolutely nothing to do with what you look like, right? If you have curves, if you feel like you don't have curves, this is. It's a representation of your internal energy, not your external energy. So in order to tap into that, you really need to redefine what you think feminine is. Feminine is like a feeling and an energy. It's not necessarily wearing pink or wearing lace. Though Though those external things can help activate your feminine energy, I love the lip gloss. I love like earrings. You can't say that I'm wearing it, but if you're watching this clip or this recording, then you'll see that. Yes, are wearing my essential oil, vanilla perfume, yes, gives me a little bit of feminine genesis, but it's not contingent on that. Those are enhancements. So, A, to tap into it, I would look at what are the things that make you feel feminine that aren't necessarily attached to size, and B, start really redefining what you think feminine is, because it is, it is an energy. And then I would also look at, do you carry any shame around your size and thinking that that dictates kind of your worth, your self love, etc. That's where I'm kind of like feeling into that because they're not mutually exclusive. Feminine, like you don't. It's not a looks thing. It's it's purely an energy thing. That's why you know when you meet someone, they just like kind of a like glow from the inside, There's something with their energy that's just so like magnetic and wow, and it's like nothing to do with what they look like or what they're wearing, you know. The next question, I'm just going to take a sip of my delicious salted caramel latte. If you have not tried the Bloom salted caramel latte, it is delicious. It is full of superfoods. I buy it myself. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I make it with the Elmhurst mm. the Elmhurst milk, um, the cashew one. It is delicious. So, The next question comes from Brit. How to embody feminine energy within a relationship? So number one, you have to feel safe to be in your feminine in a relationship. If that person does not make you feel safe to be in your feminine, there's nothing you're going to be able to do. You have to choose a partner that allows you to feel safe to be in your feminine, which also means he needs to provide a degree of masculine safety for you to surrender. If you don't trust that he's got you, you're not going to be able to relax into your feminine. Why in that relationship? Because he would be the masculine container for your water to flow. You are gonna be rigid and you're not gonna be able to let go if you don't trust him. Which means you need someone who's gonna lead. Which, if you do need help with this, that's what land the man is for. That's all about receiving a man who leads and attracting him in, etc. Look at are you and your feminine in a relationship? So are you in your feminine? Perhaps you just don't trust him, and so you can't fully relax into it, or are you in your masculine? Are you shaming him? Are you emasculating him? Are you doing, are you mothering him? All of these things. And mothering him would look like, you know, you ask him to take out the garbage and he doesn't do it right away, so then you take it out, or you might as well just do it. Or, you know, I've seen these reels on, on Instagram, and it's so funny, and I should probably put Jordan and the man in um, But there's these funny memes going around where, like, the girl's vacuuming, the guy walks in and sees her vacuuming and is like, when she asked you to do the vacuuming, and you haven't done it, so now you see her doing it, and I'm just like, she's mothering you, and that's going to teach you that you don't have to do the vacuuming, which is just so interesting, so you need to feel trust in your relationship to embody feminine energy, especially because you can be feminine on your own, you can feel in your feminine energy, but as soon as you enter the relationship, and I don't mean, like you can, I mean enter the relationship, like, Interact with each other in some kind of capacity, it doesn't have to be face to face, it can even be over message or over video. That can shift depending on where he's at if he's in his masculine or his feminine. But you need to feel safe for it, that is like the number one thing. You need to feel safe to get into your feminine, you need to let him lead. If you feel like you won't trust that he will lead and you don't give him the chance that he's going to lead, then he won't. If you shame him, why aren't you doing XYZ? Why do you never buy me flowers? Why do you never plan dates? Why do you never like shame, shame, emasculate, emasculate, tell them they're not enough, tell them they're not, you know, all these things? It's going to be really hard for you to be a feminine. But again, we work on getting you into your feminine energy and God's activation, and then we work on receiving a man who leads in playing the man. So if either of those things feel like, ooh, I need to work on them, those are the containers for you. The next question kind of builds onto this. Which is interesting. It's from Jenny. How to be more in your feminine when your partner is in his feminine. So relationships are always this beautiful ebb and flow. All right. Both of you though can't be in your feminine and both can't be in the masculine. It's going to butt heads, right? So in order for you to be more in your feminine, you actually have to relax and surrender deeper into it than he might be, which means slowing down more which means slowing down more, which means receiving more, but not going where it, then you take the masculine role. So can you receive him cooking dinner, taking out the garbage, like basic things, without you jumping in and then being the masculine? Now there might be like a grace period of you having to like, wait for the switchover of like, what it could be a couple hours, it could be a day or two, to switch the, the energy dynamic, but a man naturally wants to lead. Chances are, is that in this dynamic right now, you are more in your masculine than he is. You need to drop harder into your feminine. This also depends on people's work. So depending on your job versus his job, you could be in your masculine at work, but then being your feminine in your relationship. For example, I'm in the masculine when I'm on client calls and I'm running programs. If I am, I'm holding, and everyone else is receiving. So it's very important to not take. Home with you, maybe your more role in work when you go home. Now, this doesn't mean that like, I'm, I'm being masculine in my industry or anything like that. Going back to like, the first question about how to be feminine and masculine, like I celebrate feminine in my business, I'm not hustling, I'm not grinding. However, between me and my client, I am definitely the masculine one holding my client. So, depending on what you do. I would say with your partner, making sure you take that jacket off at the end of the day. And I would develop rituals that allow you to switch from one to the other, like literally take off that work jacket and what are some anchors, what are some rituals that you can do to mark the end of your day to start to get into your feminine and allow that grace period of you sinking deeper into it, deeper into receiving so that he can leave. Um, all right the next question okay. how to lean back and receive instead of controlling so oh there's a for example for example with men allowing them to reach out to me and how to relinquish my need to control you need to control because you don't feel safe means you're not building safety into your feminine and you also don't trust that they're going to reach out to you and out of fear of rejection, so that you don't get rejected, you try to reach out and control the situation, which means we need to like, work on like a deeper self-love for yourself. If you don't lean back, if you don't give the opportunity, then how are they gonna lead? If you're micromanaging, you're controlling, like, you actually don't give them the option, and then I see this so many times with them, and like, they're not leading, they're not doing this, and it's like, do they have the space to? <laughs> have you created the environment that allows them to lead, you know? Work on your, well, I'm not sure if this is like a, a, you said them, so I'm guessing this is more than one person. Um, like, you said them to reach out to me. This is not like a single relationship person. There's some part of your worth that's a tie to them, whether they reach out or not. There's some, like, fear that you think they're not going to reach out. You're going to make that mean something about you. So you're taking control. Of, like, I can't be rejected if I reach out first and like a, versus allow them to come to you. So I would deepen your self-love. And then it actually requires you to do the thing of like letting go of control. Um, the next one was, for example, always making plans with people and always following up. If they want to see you, they will. But again, that's where you, you need to not take it personally. If they want to see you, they will. Um, I'm guessing that's what you mean by always making plans with people and, and always following up. If they want to see you, they will follow up. And like I know, what's that movie called? He's just not that into you. He's just not that into you. Yeah, like that—that's okay. That's not bad or wrong. There's nothing about you. It's not personal. It could be the juiciest peach. There'll be someone who doesn't like peaches. Let it go. How to connect and be in flow? Connect back. I'm guessing you mean to be in flow with yourself and connect back with yourself. The biggest struggle I see when it comes to obstacles to connecting back with yourself is that there are elements that you are rejecting within yourself. So in order for you to connect back, you're not only going to connect back with the good, but you're going to connect back with the parts you have shame over that perhaps you don't love fully, which is where the embodiment work really comes in. You have to love them harder and anytime you feel like you can't lean back and release control, look at yourself like, shit, where am I not loving myself hard enough? What stories and structures are operating right now that make me doubt my worthiness, that make me doubt how enough I am, how good I am, how amazing I am. And when I connect back and be in flow, like what is the resistance I'm controlling because I believe if I do not control then X. I'll be rejected, abandoned, not loved, etc. cetera. Ooh, that's intense, like I don't wanna feel that way. Great, you're gonna to have to go into that fear, feel that way and heal that younger part of you. That feels that way and is trying to avoid it. But that actually does require sitting in it. And unfortunately, it's not taking a bubble bath, it's not just dancing around the living room. Fans of both of those things, that's not the work. Yeah. The next question, kind of like still in the stray. How to make my energy magnetic and step into feminine power to allow people to come to me. You don't believe you are magnetic. You do not believe at your core. That you are the shit. We're not, like, you're not Lizzo level, Nicki Minaj level feeling yourself. In order to make yourself magnetic, you actually have to love yourself. You can't really, like, this is not a fake energy thing. You actually have to feel like you are worthy and magnetic. And then people will naturally come to you. But, and I was saying this in the portal yesterday, your energy Behind your intention matters. So it it's like, let me heal myself love so that people will come to me. Well then, like the energy behind that is a lack of energy. You're, you're trying to heal your self-love from a place of hopefully if I heal myself love, then people will love me. Versus, let me actually heal myself-love so that I can be free. And when I'm free, I'm naturally magnetic. There's a different intention there. Your natural feminine energy is magnetic. Again, this comes down to self-love. There are parts of you that you have not sat with yet, that you are not owning, and that you do not love, and that you are labeling as bad or wrong, whether that's physical things, emotional things. Do you think you're too much? Do you think uh, whatever it is? Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. People are not coming to you because you don't exude that magnetic energy because you don't believe fully and completely. going to do, oh, maybe we can, maybe we'll just do one episode. I think I can get this all in one yummy, juicy episode for you guys. So let's keep going with all of the questions. Okay, next one is, I'm wondering, when can I ask a guy to do something, go out and still do my feminine? Or should I never ask a guy out? Definitely join the Man, because We go through the exact communication to get him to lead, but what I will say, you can, I'll say two things. You can nudge and be the guy that you want to ask you out may not be used to a woman being in her feminine. All right. It is unfortunately a lot of women are in their masculine. So if this man has been dating or perhaps encountering a lot of masculine women, he may not actually feel safe to lead. He may not know. oh. Like, can I, can I lead in this situation? I, I got ridiculed last time I, I led, so I'm just gonna let her lead and kind of like step back. So especially when you're like dating someone new, you need to actually give them permission to like, you know, you're, you're allowed to lead. Like, I, I, I'm someone who loves when men lead, so feel free to lead. Because that permission piece is huge, just because men have gotten so ridiculed for leading. B. They will always ask to see you if they want to see you, but you can nudge. So I'm going to give an example of nudging, and then if you want to dive deeper into this, join Linda gonna give a personal example. So let's say you're scrolling Instagram, and there's this new like um, spa that opened up. Actually no, I'll give them up. So my mom sent me this article, this Blogtea article, which is like a trial online thing, and it's like this, what's it called? I don't know, this new spa hotel thing, and it's so cool. There's like a cold plunge, a sauna, and all these things like in the room. So you can have your own personal cold plunge sauna steam room in each individual room. Like this is insane. So me leading would be like booking, you know, us a night or two at this place, and then being like, "Oh, no, maybe I book this this night." Blah, blah blah. Versus I just like tell them there's this spa that does this, and I send them the link. Or I've seen things on like Instagram that are fun to do. Like this would be fun. It's like a little nudge. It's a little, oh, hey, here's an idea. And then from there, they can be like, okay, she wants to do that. And then they'll make a reservation or they'll make a plan. Like, great, like, are you free on Saturday? Like, let's go to this, blah, blah, blah. That's how you ask him without, like, really asking and nudge. If they come back and, like, oh, that's cool and they don't nudge, then they, they don't want to do it. And then you should be okay with that. Okay. The next one is... How to connect back to my feminine when starting up and running a business, especially when I'm running it on my own and it gets overwhelming? Great question. Build structures for yourself. Build structures for your feminine to flow in in your business. Depending on what your business is, is that, I don't know, Kajabi, ClickUp, Asana, is that Google Calendar, like whatever is required in your business, like the structures that are going to hold you? And Make sure you have a ritual and or things that take you from working in your business and your masculine into your feminine. And make sure you don't hustle and look, but like, are you pushing in your business in this? Because you said um, you're starting it up. Are you pushing or are you like letting go and allowing? Are you driving like you're exhausted, but you're trying to I don't know, do this for it? That would be kind of like your masculine, so I mean you're feminine and working efficiently but having those endpoints, having those points where you jump into your business, you do it, your work, and the end of the day you pop out will create that balance for you. So I would have literally like, I don't know if you end work at five or whatever you do when you're done your work for the day, if you have like, this is the thing that gets me to my feminine. I don't know, do you take a shower? Do you take a bath? Do you put on some pajamas? Do you do this? Do you do a womb activation? Do you connect with like, find what it is for you that you want to have for that and just make sure that in the business itself, you are not hustling, you are not grinding, you are not being a perfectionist, like, I don't know, trying to make sure you have the perfect font and this color and this and that, like, no. And let your intuition run the show and be intuitive in your business. It gets overwhelming because there aren't enough structures yet, but I'm almost even wondering You may be thinking that you need to do a lot more and you're getting overwhelmed because you're putting so many things on your plate because you think that it is required in order to grow your business, which may or may not be true. I would also look into that. And then where you can streamline and create structures and where you can simplify things that aren't necessarily required. Hopefully that answers the question. Okay. One last juicy question. I think think, I'm pretty sure. I think it's the last one. I'll double check. Anyways. How do you bring our power within ourselves? Great question. In order to have power within yourself, it needs to be based not on external circumstances. So I want you to start taking an inventory of where you give your power away based on external circumstances. For example, do you get really excited? Like, you feel so good when he texts you, but then you feel like shit when he's not. It's not personal power. Do you feel really good when someone pays attention to you or like validates you, but then you don't feel good otherwise. When your power runs on external circumstances, it is an exhausting roller coaster versus if it comes within. So step one is awareness of where you're doing it because maybe you're doing it at work, maybe you're doing it in your dating life, maybe you're doing it, it depends kind of where you are doing it. The next key is going back to where you first gave your power away when you were younger and how that event or memory shaped your ability to have personal power now. We are all born with limitless personal power, okay? Babies are amazing, they, they walk around like naked babies, they love their bodies, like they, they didn't, you learn shape for your body. You learn that you're quote unquote too much or not enough or blah, blah blah, it's all learned. You're not born that way. And then you spend your life unbecoming and trying to get back to that, essentially what I do, like the work I do with my clients. So you need to go back to where your power was given away and who took it to make you feel like you had to look for it outside. This might be a coach, it might be a teacher, it might be your parents, it might be your siblings, it might be a cousin, it might be your grandparents, it could be a whole host of things. But that person, at one point or another, took your power away from you. So then it made you feel like you had to go externally for it. Now, if we're talking about relationships, there's probably going to be some dad energy in here, but you can claim your power back by giving yourself power. You literally can claim it back and take it back anytime you want, but you have to stop going outside for it. So next time you do, your awareness, shit, I'm waiting for Jesse to text me so I can feel good about myself. Okay. I'm going to take my power back. I'm going to lean back. What I actually need to do is sit with that part that's going to get the love and validation from that and then feel my own personal power. And it's gonna take time, especially if you don't have personal power already and your abilities and everything like that. But there's a little girl in there that's healing that needs attention, that you need to bring it back to. And that's how you bring power back within yourself. So you are unwavering. It's, it does take work, I'm not going to lie, but that's, that's the work we do. Um, I think those were all the questions okay wonderful I hope you guys found this useful oh there is one more okay I found this so interesting about the mothering putting in the masculine how do you get more in your feminine when you are mothering especially for those who are single mothers and have no assistance from a co-parent so they are mothering on their own and constantly on You get more feminine when you're not necessarily mothering. But also, where are you over mothering or mothering too much? You need to have things that balance the scales that drop you into your feminine when the kids go to sleep. Or can Aunt Susie take them or your parents take them for an hour? And that balances. Think about like those, you know, the judgment scales where they put weights on either side. If you're a mom, you need to balance that scale out with. Receiving. So is that receiving someone watching the kids? Is that receiving a manicure? Is that receiving um, meals that are cooked for you? Is that receiving whatever it is? What are ways that you can receive on your own? Receiving can be ordering Uber Eats. That's receiving. You don't have to cook your own meal. That's receiving. But you have to balance it out. Everyone's balance scales will be slightly different. So you're going to have to think about it like a mathematical problem to like equalize it out to get to, you know, hopefully more in your feminine, but at least equalize it out, what things for you are going to nourish you and put your back in your feminine? Are you having regular orgasms? You don't have to be with someone to have that. That's going to drop you into your feminine. It's going to put you back into your body. So think about what are all the different ways that I can receive? Do you want to like join sacred codes, like our monthly healing support, ceremony? Beautiful way to receive. There are all these little ways that you can receive that you probably aren't receiving from right now and focus more on balancing it out and trying to be, because you will always be more masculine when you're mothering. You are the one giving, so you need to balance out the giving with receiving, which is so interesting because I think mothers receive less than non-mothers because there's just not enough attention brought to the fact that mothers need a lot of energy, like support and caring and, you know, receiving. Like, I don't want have, I have one mom friend. One mom friend? I have one mom friend. And other than that, like, I was feeling all my energy, like, you receive, you receive, you receive. How can we, like, how can we make it so you receive? Because I don't think mothers receive enough, and I don't think they give themselves the space to receive enough, but I think it's also about communicating your needs. And you can also receive from your morning cup of coffee. So, like, you could be a mom who gets up half an hour early, and really likes the salted. I'm gonna use like what I'm drinking, the salted caramel bloom, and receive the yumminess of like ugh, the salty caramel, or you're a cup of coffee. Like you can receive being your feminine from those simple things, but it requires awareness to it. It requires you receiving pleasure from those things to balance it out. Beautiful. Okay, that was a fire episode. Obsessed. Love it. Um, Yeah, those were all the questions. Beautiful. I covered everything. We did it in a fire like 35 minutes. So, if you have any more questions about the feminine, let me know. If you need help with it, God's activation is the rewiring container for you. And then, land the man is obviously kind of how to receive a man who leads and to make sure you're feminine in your relationship. Those will be linked down below if you need them, if you're feeling called. Otherwise, we also have like a sacred code ceremony, which is all about surrender this month. And if you're listening to it after this month, we we include the activation so you can still watch the ceremony after. So we're going to leave that all down below if you are feeling like you want to work on any of these things. If not, join the portal still. That's going to be a really fun space. And I will see you guys in the next episode.